Well, Laker fam, how are we feeling now that we officially know, according to ESPN, we have the top two players in the league. I know I'm feeling pretty darn good about it, and I know my co-host Laker Dad is feeling fabulous about it as well. Dad, ESPN came out with their rankings today, and we have the top two players. LeBron James was obviously number one, but Anthony Davis, number two, in front of Giannis, who was number three, Luca was number four, and then number five was a uh, Mr. Clipper, Kawhi Leonard. Dad, how are you feeling? I mean, top two players, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't know that that's ever happened before in NBA history, to be honest with you, Hannah. Now, I think everybody's pretty okay with LeBron James at number one. I mean, he erased all the doubts last season, I believe. There has been some controversy about AD at the number two spot. I mean, you could make a case for, you know, two or three guys at the number two spot. But, you know, to be honest with you, I was thinking today, would I rather have AD on my team or Giannis on my team? And, you know, I may be wrong, but I think I'd rather have AD, to be honest with you. I think he's more versatile, a little more flexible. I, I like AD. I, you know, I've, I've got no beefs with him at number two. I completely completely agree with you. And, you know, it's pretty crazy, though, because obviously, like you mentioned, you know, LeBron number one, I think everyone unanimously agrees on that, even though he was snubbed for MVP this year, but whatever. And then Anthony Davis number two. Now, we're both a little biased. I'm a little biased, I'll admit it. So I agree. I think it's great. I completely agree with you when you say if you're choosing between Giannis and AD, you'd rather have AD on your team. I agree with that. But I think a lot of people are kind of scratching their heads just because when you look at Giannis, you know, he was not only the MVP of the league, but also the defensive player of the year in the league. And for Anthony Davis, a guy who I still believe deserves to have been that defensive player of the year to be ahead of him, that's pretty amazing. And then when you look at those top two and that they're both in the Lakers uniform, I mean, that's just never happened before. For it to be on the Lakers, it feels pretty good. Yeah, um, I agree, Hannah. I think the thing is, I think the, the voters are really heavily motivated by how you do in the playoffs. The reality is that Giannis didn't do that well in the playoffs, uh, nor did Kawhi Leonard, for that matter. So, you know, we're going to have to see. But let's uh, let's go to another subject that I found interesting today. Apparently, the Lakers are monitoring the situation with Trevor Ariza, um, who may be bought out. I think he's with Oklahoma City now, I think. Yes, he is. Um, the Lakers apparently have some interest in him, another sort of 3-and-D wing player. What do you think, Hannah? You know, obviously, Trevor Reese, I have a little bit of a soft spot for him just because he's a former Laker. You know, throughout his career, he's been a really good shooter. When you're looking at this Lakers team, definitely doesn't hurt to have another shooter. Now, he is a little bit older. I mean, I don't know how I feel about it. I know a lot of people have, you know, tweeted me, messaged me, said that they think it would be a great fit, but I'm not 100% convinced. Now, I think obviously he's a good shooter. If he can prove that he still has some, some you know, good shooting in the tank and then he'll still be able to make a good contribution, especially on the defensive end as well. If he can come in, play a few minutes and maybe hit those threes and then play some good defense, I'm not mad about it. You know, um, I'm not sure, Hannah. I'm, I'm going to tell you honestly, I have a soft spot for him as well. I was a big fan of his when he played on the championship team with Kobe Bryant some years ago. I was heartbroken when he left after that year. The Lakers just kind of let him go. They didn't want to resign him, and they, you know, chose Meta World Peace instead. Now, look, I like Meta too, but Ariza was a really good young up-and-coming player at that time, and I was sad. So, you know, he's 35 years old now. I don't have strong feelings about this one way or the other. Um, but what about some of the other news today, Hannah? You know, the other big name that's being thrown around, and Laker fam is really divided on this one, but the other name that has been, you know, rumored to be tied to the Lakers right now is Pau Gasol. 
Now, I understand where people are saying this would be a mistake because, you know, maybe he doesn't have that much more left in the tank. Maybe he won't make a huge contribution. But, you guys, I have such a soft spot for Pau. I would love for him to be able to come back, play with his brother, Mark, just retire in the purple and gold. So I understand where maybe the Lakers sign him. He's not going to be playing that many minutes and people think maybe it's a waste of a sign. But I don't know. For me, I just... I have such a soft spot for Pau. He's been so loyal to the Bryant family, been such an amazing, you know, uncle, a parent, you know, socially to those, to the kids and helpful to Vanessa and just been such an amazing person. And obviously he was one of the Laker greats, Kobe's best friend. And I would love to have Pau back. But what do you think, Dad? Hannah, look, everybody loves Pau. I love Pau. And I hope one day he has his jersey retired and up in the rafters at Staples Center. But he's 40 years old now, hasn't played in two years. I just don't think he's got anything left in the tank. He, you know, he had some serious injuries, you know, at the end of his career. You know, it's a feel-good story, but, you know, we're trying to win a championship this year. If if it were two years ago or three years ago and he was 37, 38, maybe at age 40, I I just, I just can't see it happening. And I I feel badly for it. I'd, I'd love to do it. But, you know, uh, it's a long season. We're going to need everybody, and I I just don't think that would be a good signing. I understand where you're coming from, and I understand where a lot of Laker fam agrees with you on that. But the thing is, is when you look at this, like, last roster spot, you know, the Lakers aren't really going to be playing 15 guys every night. It's probably going to be about... 10, maybe 12 at the most that they're going to really use in those rotations. And when you look at what the Lakers need, they could use another big just in case something happened for Marcus Solid. And, and, you know, obviously the Lakers are going to probably be more small this season with playing AD at the five, maybe, um, you know, Montrezl Harrell at the five, maybe even Markeith Morris a little bit at that five. But maybe Powell could be that five for us. We just come in and play a few minutes. You really are against the signing? You know, Hannah, I think that's what he's got most going for him. We do need a backup center, in my opinion. He's 40 years old, Hannah, and he hasn't played in two years. He's had some serious foot injuries. I just, you know, it's just a feel-good story, but I don't think it makes any sense. I, I really don't. All right. Well, I guess even if they just sign him and he's a little, you know, Luke Walton on the bench back with the Lakers pay Luke Walton, he just kind of sat on the bench because he was injured, I would be fine with it. But again, I have a very soft spot for Powell. So I understand where you're coming from. A lot of Laker fam agrees with you. But moving on, let's talk a little bit about tomorrow because tomorrow is the Lakers' first preseason game. And, you know, it seems pretty crazy because trading camp started less than a week ago, essentially. The Lakers have only really practiced together a handful of times. And now tomorrow they're going to be going up against the Clippers. Now, obviously... It's not going to be like a normal game. LeBron and AD are not going to play tomorrow. I would be shocked if they played. It's already been pretty much announced that they're not going to play. And I wouldn't really expect for the Lakers, you know, main players to be playing too many minutes. But at the same time, it's still exciting. It gives us kind of a first look at some of our newer signings that we got, like Dennis Schroeder and Montrose Harrell and Wesley Matthews. And then, of course, you know, getting to see Kuz get out there on the floor again, see if he, you know, was able to pick up some new things and kind of get better at something in this very short offseason, Alex Crusoe again, and just kind of get to see some of our guys again. And of course, have Laker basketball. So I know we're all super excited about it. Dad, how are you feeling about tomorrow's first preseason game? You know, Hannah, I don't think anybody has any idea what we're going to see tomorrow night. The only thing we know for sure is that LeBron and AD aren't going to play. I saw Mark Gasol interviewed today. He said he wasn't sure if he was going to play one way or the other. It's up to the coaching staff. No one really knows. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting, I think, to see who they throw out there with the first unit if AD and LeBron are not playing. Um, 
you know, it's uh, it's it's hard to tell, but I, I think we'll see a lot of the younger guys, uh, and it's a chance again for people to step up and earn some playing time this year. It's very valuable for that reason, and for that reason alone, you know, the guys who play, whoever it is, they need to bring it tomorrow night. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And obviously, we talked endlessly about Kyle Kuzma and what a big opportunity this is for him if LeBron and AD don't play. So obviously, tomorrow night, he's going to get the minutes. He's got to really perform and show that he can finally be that player that we've all just been waiting and waiting for him to be. Um, But besides, you know, Kuz and stuff, out of the newer signings, who are you most excited to see play tomorrow? Well, look, I I think we're probably going to see Dennis Schroeder and Montrez Harrell. A lot of people think they're going to make a very good dynamic duo together, whether they're starting or coming off the bench or a little bit of both. So I I think uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, uh, let's see if Alex Caruso has improved his game, you know, since uh, the offseason began. And, uh, you know, again, uh, maybe we'll get to see some of those two-way players that they had, uh, Kaycock and, and uh, Giannis's brother. He may get some burn tomorrow night, too. So, I, I mean, again, whoever plays tomorrow night, it's an opportunity to show off a little bit, you know, to show that you deserve to be there, that you deserve to get some minutes. But uh, honestly, Hannah, I think, Kyle Kuzma has by by far the most to gain or lose. You know, he is the forgotten man here. Absolutely nobody is talking about him in training camp. Haven't heard his name mentioned once. Uh, he's totally lost among the excitement of the new players joining the team. You know, uh, <laughs> he's just going to have to step up, and I pray that he does. I, I like him, and I want him to. It is interesting because you're right, actually. You know, every, you know, the last couple preseasons or the last couple uh, yeah, preseason and training camp, the talk has really been a lot about Kuzma and that he's going to be the Lakers' third man and that he's going to make a big leap. But so far, you know, there hasn't been too much discussion about Kuz during training camp and during the preseason so far. And in all the interviews, it's mainly been about these new sightings. So I don't know if this means that people have just given up on Kuzma, but I know you are going to remain faith in him and hopefully this is the year that he finally lives up to your expectations I'm not so sure about it but we're gonna have to just wait and see but you know what's kind of crazy dad and I mean maybe you agree with me maybe you don't but I know this is technically a new season but it really just I know we have a ton of new players so it's not even like we have the exact same team but for some reason I just keep feeling like we're coming back from all-star break because we had such a short off season I know it was you know six weeks so it wasn't that short but Time really just flies, and I cannot believe we are about to start another NBA season. Well, we are, Hannah. Uh, No one's quite ready for it. No one quite knows what to expect because of COVID. We've already had some teams, uh, you know, have some people test positive. You know, it's just going to be a crazy season. No one knows what to expect and how it's going to play out. But, you know, the reality is the Lakers on paper have a really good team. You know, the only thing that makes me nervous about this team is what happens if something, you know, if Marcus Gasol gets injured, it just seems like we're missing another big man. Well, that's where Powell comes in. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just don't think Powell is the answer. But uh, there doesn't appear to be any other answer out there right now. Uh, so it looks like we're going into the season with what we have. And, you know, again, Lakers played effectively in the playoffs with Markeith Morris at the five. We have Montrez Harrell, who's only 6'7", but, you know, he can play at the five against some teams. You know, we're just going to have to see. And, of course, AD's just going to have to suck it up and, and play some five. No question about it. Can you imagine if Marcus Gasol gets hurt? 
AD is going to be the starting center, whether he likes it or not, I think. Well, I think he already is planning to play more of that five position because we saw it work so well for the Lakers in the bubble, in the playoffs in particular. But, you guys, that's going to be it for tonight's show. Next show we have is tomorrow. It's going to be covering the first preseason game against the Clippers. I know we are all super excited for that game. And so, until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.